Good day, my friends. This is CJ. And I wanted to do another podcast. First of all, I want to say, I hope today find you doing well. Find you pursuing life and pursuing greatness and pursuing your purpose and why we all are here. So I did a previous podcast about relationships. I talked about different facets of it and the genesis of relationships. So many things that hopefully as listeners, it was a help and informative. Obviously, I understand that people may not agree with all that I talk about, pertaining to relationships because things have evolved so much in the in the past years, the past decades. And that's what I wanted to talk about today was the evolution of dating, marriage, and relationships. The evolution of it. Now, now we look at evolution, this word, and we look at how the word pertains to, we won't give a, a detailed definition to it, but it talks about the imminent change over time of a person, a organization, a thing, uh, and it also lets us know that things does not say stay the same. But in the things that I will talk about today, I want to let it be known that I believe when it comes to marriage, dating, and relationships, there are some core things that should have never changed. Now, I did want to make the disclaimer also that I am not in no way addressing when it comes to marriage, a lot of things dealing with same gender. That's not my place to judge on that. Um, I don't support it, but it's still not my place to be a opinionist on that. And so, Uh, We will leave that where it is. We are talking about a man and a woman. And so let's get into it. What I have seen, what we all have seen, is what we saw in years of yesterday was people pursuing one another, interest is shown, and there was more of a ladylike um, persona and character that we were, that men were attracted to. There was more a gentleman-like character that women were attracted to. And when those meet, it wasn't hard to cause it to jail. But now you have, starting from the beginning, the man and the woman, according to how they were raised and what was modeled in front of them, they are going to perpetuate that. They are going to show that when dealing with relationships in their own time. 
And so what we see now, it starts from there. And what we see now when it comes to if that relationship, that dating, that relationship works out, if it gets to a point to where the two parties see that they are compatible, that they have something to offer one another, what we see is it progresses into an engagement and getting married. And one thing that is disturbing in this day and time is how unsacred we have made marriage. You know, it used to be where it was such a shameful thing to be unfaithful in a marriage. It was such a taboo. It was something that was unheard of. I like to call it in yesteryear. But in this day and time, I've learned, I'm learning from listening to people, from coworkers to people I meet in just conversation. I'm learning that this is a common thread amongst the mentality of marriage today. Is there are not people that are secure enough and willing to trust that their spouse is faithful and so they feel as though I have to have an insurance plan that I have to have somebody on the side that I have to have someone there just in case this does not work so going into marriage we have in some ways not taken to heart the vows it says to death do us part for better or for worse. It was a time where we, we talked out things. We worked with things in our own household. We didn't tell things about our spouses outside of the household. There was a, a sense of confidentiality and sworn to secrecy and privacy amongst marriages and proper communication to where it did not get out, but we worked out things. We were willing to stay. We were willing to tough it out. Nowadays, that is not the case. A lot of times if people stay and they are still happy, most of the times that person has found an extracurricular activity is what I call it. Someone to put the smile on their face because the person that they're living with can no longer do that. They don't trust them. Uh, it could be verbal abuse and it don't have to necessarily always be from the man. The woman can verbally abuse a man, can tear down him emotionally, his self-esteem. And sure, men ought to persevere and surmount that. Sure, that is true. But when it comes to someone that a man loves, that his heart is soft towards. It becomes challenging to not take to heart what she says because that's your heart. You believe it does not matter what woman talks about you in this secular world, in at work or what have you. They could call you out of shape. They could call you, you got a big nose or you ugly or you are slow or what have you, whatever other women call you the only words that you care about from a female from a woman is your woman 
It's what you have at the house. And if she say, baby, you're not ugly. Baby, you, you, I like the size you are. Baby, this, that's, you hold that as law. That's Bible to you. It used to be like that. But now there are so many things. And, and, and I'm going back to there, there are things that uh, come about due to the lack of preparedness on the man's side. The lack of preparedness on the woman's side, because we have learned, I I want to say I was married eight years. And I can acknowledge that there was things that I would not I was not prepared for. But there were things that I was. But at the same time, a lot of times the things you're not prepared for brings about other things in a marriage. It could be infidelity, it could be a lack of trust, lack of communication, lack of accountability. And this is why dating is so important. People, that is a lost art. That is a lost um, skill is knowing what to do during dating. Not just going to have fun. Not just going bowling just for the sake of having fun and and trying to beat each other in, in bowling or playing pool or are going to a museum or eating because just because you're hungry, we are coming together because I am learning you, you are learning me, and I am trying to see, can I be your life partner and can you be mine? Do we have enough that complements one another? What do you lack? Can I live with it? And if what you lack, are you willing to work on it? So there are so many things that are meant to be discussed that we are not telling people now. This is what we should be talking about. This is what now that does not take away the fun. I think it makes it more exciting and more fun. The dating process, when you know this person has a vision for their life, first of all, as a woman, you know, this man has a vision for his life. As a man, you know, this woman has standards that she is successful on her own, that she's not coming together with you out of necessity for a need of financial support or a sense of um, emotional support, which is so needed nowadays uh, to help her with the kids because she's not, she's in a bad situation. And there are situations out there like that. But some men just want to be in a relationship where they are wanted because they are a man, not because of the dollar sign, not because of any other thing, any other tangible thing. But you are trying to see during the dating process, what are the intangibles that this person has that complements my intangibles? What does he have that I lack? And do I see that my weaknesses are his strengths? And can we make that work? That is the whole purpose of dating. It's not to see how soon you can have sex. Because ideally, you really want to wait. Because if you do things prematurely, it can mess up a lot of things. Now, people have their own opinion about it. I agree that you may not agree with what I'm saying. But at the same time, I'm talking about things that affect 
the bigger picture. Things that affect a marriage staying together. You know, how do we, how do in the dating process, are we becoming best friends? Because you tell your best friend everything. And so how, how does all that work out? Uh, do you do you believe in in when you get married that your friends, the friends that you have, they should still be, you should still be involved with them? And I'm not against that. But it should not supersede and take away from the time that when my 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 wife calls, okay, I'm look, guys, fellas, I gotta go. When my when, when your husband calls, uh, ladies, I'll see y'all tomorrow, or I'll see you whenever. But he calling me, and we were supposed to go to dinner, and I want to make sure, or I was for cooking dinner, and uh, what have you. I'll tell you one thing: I'm not the the person that believe. I don't believe that a man should be waited on hand and foot. I believe there is a partnership. There's a partnership from running the household, a partnership from parents, being parents. If you start off have the woman doing everything and the man just come home and prop his feet up and she do everything, it starts off wrong. Now, there are some situations where you want to do that, you want to do that. But it should be where there is a partnership. You married your partner. And so this is what we, this is what is not discussed in a large way. This is what is not uh, brought up and brought out. These are things that are not talked about because we are so in love and we don't know what love really is in a lot of ways. We don't know the pain of love, the long suffering of love, the hurt of love, the joy of love, the sorrow of love. Love has so many faces. Love does not give up. Love forgives and all of that that you learn about love that you thought you did love because this person, you know, she has the, she's thick and she is, you know, Coca-Cola bottle and she beautiful face and all of these things and not realizing these things wane, even in our efforts to stay healthy, we just getting older. So if, if I base it off of only that I have a fine wife or a fine husband, then what I look, what, what I'm basing off of is something that's going to be temporary. And so I wanted to, this is just the first part. This is part one. You know, I will come back and talk about other things dealing with this topic, but I believe in the black community that this is a major topic that needs to be talked about because if we don't train the subsequent generation on what dating really is on what relationships really are and how to go about that that you may have a successful marriage a successful relationship going forward we are going to see the divorce rate rise higher and higher in the black community and with what I went through, things I was not prepared for, things I did not see until it happened in the moment, 
I don't want other generations, other people to go through that, other men to go through that. And so we as a community must create avenues where we can talk about it. A lot of times it's just not talked about. We must create that. And so I hope you all enjoyed this snippet, this first introductory snippet of this aspect of the evolution of marriage, dating, and relationships. I hope you all enjoyed something, was enriched. I hope it ignited certain thoughts and motivate you to go back to your prospective relationships and your marriages or what have you and talk about these things that it may now start to change the narrative for the black community in this area. There's so many areas that we must change the narrative, but maybe this will be something that we want, that we can change the narrative and that when, when you cut on the TV and watch a good movie, it's not good because the, the, a black man cheating on his black wife and we, we just portray in that, but we want to portray, we want to change the narrative and portray faithful, accountable, successful marriages. And so this is Mr. CJ. I hope that you all will have a great rest of your day and be well, my friends.